This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. On his Instagram yesterday, uh, he tweeted this. A very good rumor let us know that Carlos Correa and the Mets are agreeing to some terms. Contract provisions pending MLBPA approval. Unsure of new terms, wouldn't expect official news until tomorrow afternoon, meaning today. But Mets fans can start breathing again. Um, I like that his the name of his Twitter page or his site or his podcast is Me Gustan Los Deportes. I like sports. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, here I go. I got to go find and put on notifications for Carlos Baerga now. I mean, he's trying to get into the scoops business. Not an easy business to get into. Does he know where Carlos Correa is going to end up? For sure. It's a matter of time. It was just a matter of Ten time. Ten days into the year. <laughs> did you say that while yeah. I was looking yes, up whether fine. he played for I the Padres? Because yeah. I thought he did. I missed it. I want to wish a uh, very happy birthday to Sam. Wait, Higgins. I was just going to Happy birthday, happy Sam. birthday Sam. Sam. Sammy, we love you. I just we told love you that. Yes, and happy birthday to my brother. Well, then how old is he? Sam yeah. is 45 years old. Wow, you did know that as well. Good. You do know everything. I also texted him before Ben did. <laughs> I tried, but never mind. All right, Sam, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Hope Sammy. Really good one. One of the best dudes you will ever Now, love what was me. lost in that whole Carlos Baerga discussion that we came that more you about ignored making fun completely. of me yeah. was that last night, I think it was Heyman reported that the twins, the twins yeah. are, are ramping up discussions again with Carlos Correa because the Mets are having trouble. Getting that, you know, like protective language in the contract sure. that they want. The assurances, the, you know, the fail safe in any deal with Carlos Correa if his, I don't know, leg falls off right. or whatever they're worried about, that they're not going to owe him an entire $300 million contract until the end of time, that they want some, you know, opt out sort of stuff that they can, they can use in case of disastrous injury. And I don't know if the twins are. Like, oh, well, we don't need that, or they're working on another shorter-term deal, or what's going on with Carlos Correa. But that was the update last night from John Heyman when it came to uh, what's going on right now with the shortstop. John Heyman of Arson Judge fame. Arson Judge, yeah. I'm going to lean on Carlos Baerga, <laughs> other than Odyssey Empire, uh, Odyssey um, Insider. Insider, John Heyman. Heyman uh, can be an easy target sometimes, but he does have a lot of accurate news as well. You have to. Uh, you can't just ignore it and go. Well, it's obviously wrong. He can. I do. Him. It. Didn't he have Bogarts? 
I did, did yeah. yeah. Was he, he said, first? I think he might have been. He's been first on some of them as well. So, yes, his tweeting skills may not be A++, but there is some good information but behind it's, it. Basically. It's almost unfair when Jeff Passan is the ball. When he exists. Like, it's Passan and then everybody else. Everybody else. But Carlos Bayerga has had a nice little off season at getting some of these scoops. So not a business I would be interested in being in. The scoops biz. I hate. Scoops. I know you hate the scoops hate it. biz. You will hate try to scoops. avoid the scoops like biz. the plague. I hate scoops. Oh wait, he's only forty four. We aged him by. Damn eight. it! Sorry, Sam. You know the reason I said he was forty five is I thought I was forty eight, but I'm only forty seven. You're forty eight. I'm forty seven. You're also forty seven. Yes. We're both forty seven. Yeah. Great. I'm younger than I thought I was. You're younger than I thought you were. Sam's younger than I thought he was. Everything's coming up. We're all coming back in time. Yeah. You know how old I am? You're 30. I remember. You just had no. your 30th. No, you're 31. 32. One. You're going to be one. No, you're going to be no, 32. One. This year. In, 32. 32. Thir- you're going to be 33. In September. In September, dude. Dude. I swear you just had your 30th like 20 minutes ago. Did time stop <laughs> for you like two years, years ago? ago? Isn't that what happens when you get older? Time to stop passing? I'm very worried about him. God I'm very, bless. very worried about him. I knew he wouldn't know that answer. <laughs> I was just curious Early how close will he get. Somewhere. Somewhere. It's funny. What's Paul's middle name? Paul... Thomas. Yes, Reinberg. very good. Yeah. What's my middle name? Stephen Lee Wood. Yes. Okay. All right. He's better than we <laughs> give him credit. We should play a dating game together. <laughs> the newlywed. The newlywed yes. game, Paulie. If you could write the questions, I'll play it. With ben. Tomorrow. The, the, we have nothing the to do five tomorrow. Year five year co-host game. game. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Ralph, stop tagging us in Kirby Smart's pregame speech. Yes, we've seen it. We've talked about it. There is no way we could possibly play edit it. it for radio. It's just, it's not going to happen. The fun experiment. It's amazing would, audio. A but. fun experiment would be to see how long it actually takes Paul, <laughs> but it would be like 45 minutes we'd lose him, and any, then all it would sound like was a beep. Do you think any Georgia parents like complain, like, it's a lot of cursing at our children? Well, that's a good question. It is. It's a fair question. I mean, you got freshmen who are maybe like 18 or 19. You know, they're just, you know, then the, inter- the internet exists. You don't send him to Georgia not expecting that, right? Here's the audio. All right, boys, listen up. That's, that's it. That's I mean, it's it like, like he just hurt. He lights them up, <laughs> and it's so good. I, he got me fired up. I want to put it in my, my headphones when I work out. I mean, it's that good. Like, How do you hear that and not want to run I'm through the wall? I'm going to listen to it before every fantasy camp game yeah, next week. 100%. It's really, really well done. I'm, I tweeted, I'm ready to die for Kirby Smart. All right, I'm ready for some headlines in the Rindle Report. Let's get to it. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tune into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report. With Paul Reindel. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biot? It's the Reindel Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a All right. All right. Speaking of Kirby Smart and yesterday's college football playoff championship, got to talk about Mattress Mac. <laughs> that dude. That dude. 
lost a little over $3 million yesterday because he took TCU and the points. Was the spread 12 and a half? Yeah, it moved to 13 or in 13 and a half early before the game because so much of the sharp money came in on Georgia in the last few hours. So Mattress Mac, he won $75 million by uh, with the Astros back in November, and he lost $3 million. It could have netted him more than $8 million had TCU hung on to win. Uh, he did part of it in three bets. He did $2.1 million on the TCU money line. He placed $500,000 at Caesars at plus 400 and also placed a bet at DraftKings. And yeah, had he won, would have brought him $8 million. It says here it was tied to a promotion. Weird. Is this any of these people's real money? So, That's the thing that bugs me the most is, hey, we're going to give you a No, 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 no. He was doing a promotion with his mattress empire. So it wasn't like he wasn't betting like fake money as a part of DraftKings. Like Bernie Kosar was. He, he spent his money. Was it his money? Well, yeah, but it, it's a big hedge for him. So he uses like, hey, if the Astros win the World Series and you buy a mattress, it's free. Yeah, so, so he did it. He knows, so won. he'll make tons of money on that. People will come in. Oh, I think the Astros. Are, I'm going to buy a three thousand dollar mattress, and if they win, it's free. So he loses a ton of money on his mattress business if the Astros win the World Series. So then he goes out and bets a ton of money on the Astros. So one way he either makes money on the mattress yeah, business, or the hedge. other, yeah. he makes money on the bet, and it all kind of comes out in the water. So, a tough way he to live, a though. Pro- no, he gets kidding. a ton of promotion and. Obviously, stories does, about him all the does time. Does Mattress Mac have a gambling problem? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I would say that's so, fair. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the promotion was if TCU won, customers could receive two times their money back if they spent more than $3,000 on mattresses. Double their money back. So you get a free mattress and $6,000 <laughs> yeah. back if Mac, TCU wins. Mattress Mac says okay. the, pr- the promotion did well. I just feel sorry for our customers. Yeah. So all those mattresses that people were hoping would not only be free, but they'd be getting a check back. Uh-uh. He's keeping all keeping of that all your, money now. Your, your expensive and he mattresses. lost some on TCU at Caesars instead. Okay. All right. <laughs> Got a story here about the Madden video game series. They are removing one of their celebrations that they have for I touchdown saw celebrations. This. Yeah, probably a smart thing to do. Smart move. I like this. Um they have a, a CPR touchdown celebration. Now, look, maybe it was not in good taste before last week, but certainly, given everything that went down last week with Tamar Hamlin, not a good look. It's, you know, guy scores down he, in the video game. He lays down in the end zone. And they and, uh, you know. they, the Steelers did it last week, which I thought was a bad look, too. Maybe, yeah. maybe you nixed that one. Yeah, probably should nix it in real life as yeah. well. This is just the video game, but... They just they removed it entirely. Not an option. Yeah, probably a good idea. As they've had to. Use. I mean, you can look at it and say, "Hey, more awareness for CPR, True. and it's True. more honoring for the first responders." You could make it into a good thing, or you can make it into, "Hey, you're di- you're diminishing what's a serious thing, and you're being frivolous, and it shouldn't be a celebration." I can argue both ways. On That's this true. One. That's true. I don't play it anymore, so I don't care. But Speaking of it's not gonna, ce- a, a, a celebration, is not going to affect me much if they remove it. Speaking of celebrations, oh, it doesn't change the game at all. No, not a bit. You didn't watch to the end of the game, I assume last night. I turned it off right after Stetson Bennett's 
just a horrible post-game interview. <laughs> so did you see, though, that a number of Georgia players on the field lighting up victory cigars? cigars? Yeah, I did. I was just confused because we're in the state of California. Can't smoke inside. Is SoFi Stadium inside? I mean, it's pretty inside. It's got a roof and everything, but there are... mostly inside. There is enough openings on the side that I saw that some of the TCU fans were getting rained on because it was Yes, the the camera was wet. The camera was wet Under the openings, you know, beneath the roof. So... Can you smoke inside SoFi State? My guess is that no. there's a pretty solid anti-smoking policy in there, but I guess it wasn't enforced after you win a national championship. I don't like Georgia football cigars. I've never smoked one. Fan. I don't mind being in the presence of someone who's smoking one. I've smoked them. I would rather smoke them than smell them. Does that make sense? I think one time I, I just... I don't know if I smoked too much of it. I started getting sick yeah. to my stomach. I wanted to throw up. I'm like, I, I'm, I think I'm done now. They're a big player on golf courses. Oh, yeah. Huge, huge player. And also... The guy who sets it down to hit his tee shot. Like, puts shot it on the tee marker, marker and then picks it back up. And We get it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, look at you, Ben Hogan. <laughs> Probably has a flask. Fun. Oh, yeah. He's got the special tube in his bag that holds six <laughs> IPAs and his cigar. And he, hey, boys, how we doing? Clips it at the first year. Like, oh, Christ, this is going to be a long day. You better be a stick. You better be an absolute stick. Or, then if you're holding us up. Yeah, yeah then, it's, then you're like. Then they're both a great player and, and just kind of a clown. Doing it all. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I get it. I get it. They make me kind of nauseous. A little bit. Love cigarettes, though. <laughs> See, now, I like the smell of cigars better than the cigarettes. Not me. If somebody's blasting grits in my group, I'm like, let me have it. Yeah, yeah. that's I was a smoker for years, so I miss it. I miss it terribly. I guess I can imagine, like, a cigar is like, you think fresh it's, wrapped you on think a Caribbean a plantation is, is somewhere. Maybe that's... You think it's classy? a cigarette that comes out of some... North Carolina. Marlboro factory somewhere. <laughs> Just made of carcinogens and nothing else. I don't know. I don't smoke either, so I can't really comment. Have you ever smoked a cigarette? No. Never? Never. You never put one in your mouth? Oh, God, no. I had asthma growing up. I can barely breathe as it is without any smoke in my lungs. You are so afflicted. (laughs) Uh, Finally, (laughs) saw this story uh, in the New York Post yesterday. And they said that this is something, this is one of those things that, you know, 20, 30 years ago, everybody seemed to know, and it's less and less now. So I'm curious if you guys were aware of this. Um, A TikToker in England put out a video that went viral, and he was talking about, I'll play a little clip of it, but do you guys know, like, the, the classic door knock? It's like... Right? Yeah, like we all know that standard. I still do it. Do you know what it is called? I didn't even had a name. No, I had no idea it was named. There's a name or, or where it came. From. According to the New York Post, this was common knowledge back, back in the day. Back when's back in they the said, day? They said thirty years ago. No. So here's here's a little clip. So can we talk about the fact that I was today years old when I found out that this knock has a name? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was watching Netflix uh, with the subtitles on and someone knocked like that. They knocked like that and it came up in the subtitles, the name of that knock. 
I've since researched it, and it has a name. This. Apparently, the name of said knock is the shave and a haircut. It's shave and a haircut. Two bits. Two bits. Back in the day, was American for twenty-five cents. Shave and a haircut. Two bits. I'm all in on it. The name of said knock. Two bits. Shave and a haircut. Two bits. How great is that? It's phenomenal. I think I might like TikTok now. Uh, there's nothing more. I, I love finding out things that I didn't even know I needed to know, and oh, now I know. I've got one for you guys and for our listening audience. True or false? McDonald's used to serve spaghetti. Well, I true. doubt I because doubt you're, you're asking us if the answer is false. <laughs> true. Did true. you know this? McSpaghetti. 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 Like, like at every McDonald's or just like a, so, a one-off in like China? Introduced, I know no, no, no. Things introduced all over the world. in the 70s was a spaghetti dish which included pasta, marinara, meatballs, and cheese topping. It was discontinued in 1980. Everywhere in most of the countries, except in Orlando, Florida, shocking, Italy, and the Philippines, as spaghetti is a staple in the Philippines. Another thing I did not know. But you could get, come here and look at this, McSpaghetti. <laughs> It's a real thing. You could go into McDonald's and be like, you want a burger? I'll take the pasta. Give me the mixed spaghetti. It doesn't even roll off the tongue. You know, Big Mac rolls off the tongue. Quarter pounder with cheese rolls off the tongue. The mixed spaghetti does not work. And it looks it looks about as basic as you can get. Spaghetti. What you'd imagine a McDonald's spaghetti dish would probably look like. I feel like it would be good. Would you have eaten? I would have eaten that. Well, at some point, yeah. You yeah. Try everything. They had meatballs, too, in there. You could get meatballs in it. Dicey. Meat in quotes. Yeah, yeah. Just balls. Now, was it in, like, Europe or Germany? Like, in Germany, I think, they maybe call it only? A Royale with cheese. <laughs> yeah, couldn't you order, like, beer at McDonald's? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm not That's talking not about paper cup. I'm talking about a glass of beer. beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all saw Pulp, pulp Fiction. Yeah. What is Pulp Fiction? Pulp? Pulp Fiction. Thank you, Paulie. Pulp Randall. With our Shame and haircut. Two bits. <laughs> Brilliant. News you can use today at the water cooler. Shave and a haircut. Two bits. <laughs> uh, your creativity out there in insulting my running skills has to go acknowledged. I'm going to pick uh, some of the best slash worst of the comments like from yesterday's lines when we come back. Sure, why not? We'll do that when we come back after a check of traffic. Ben Woods. 97.3 The Fan. Spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti. Fridays at 6 p.m., former NFL MVP Boomer Esiason, Mike Valenti breaking down the big NFL news, previewing the playoff games this week right here on 97.3. The fan and a little breaking baseball news. Ooh, big one. Do we trust God. this one? It is not from Scoops Carlos by though, so I don't know if you can trust it 100%. He's in the chamber, man. That dude is in the chamber right now. <laughs> that guy last night on his Instagram said, hey, breathe easy, Matt fans. It's going to get done. To tomorrow. Who has the official tweet then? Jeff Passan has it. Did he have it for? I don't know. It all came down at once, but Passan tweeted it. So take that for what it's worth. Yeah, I think Passan did have it first. Here we go. It says uh, breaking shortstop Carlos Correa and the Minnesota Twins are finalizing a six year, $200 million contract. Sources tell ESPN the deal has a vesting option that can max out. At two hundred and seventy million, it is pending physical, is what it says in the tweet. So now, Giant fans just devastated. Carlos Correa, Met fans super excited. Our owner is the best. Look at us, we swooped in. Now we got him. Now, the Minnesota Twins look to be, barring any other weird. Scenarios with Carlos Correa look to be very comfortable. Now, would the Mets not have gone six and two hundred with a vesting option for two seventy? I that's what you have to ask yourself. Or was Boris like, "I'm done. I'm done with you." We, you that's you, a pretty high AAV, though. Yeah, higher than he was going to get from the Mets, isn't it? Mets were wasn't I, it like ten and three hundred and ten or something? I don't or remember thirty one million a year. This seems like even more. Now, if you're a Twins fan, you thought you had him. You lost him. You lost him again, and now you're getting him back. What a roller coaster ride of an offseason that was with the Twins and Carlos Correa. I never wanted him here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. He's, not, he's going to the oh, wait, wait, we can still get can him again. Get him? Oh, oh, he's going no, to the Mets. I, I hate that guy anyway. <laughs> we got him. We got him. Oh, my God. Good for them, man. Good for them. Good for the Twins. Good for the Twins. I like that. I think we can all be fairly confident that I would not be passing any physical after the video that posted yesterday of running the lines in the hallways here mm. at Odyssey. But I, what really dismayed me is oh, the no. comments section. What do you? And we got you know better. Of, well, would you think they were going to say, "Hey, great job, Bob"? I get it, but you know, social media allows people to say things they would never say to someone's face. I think they would say it to your face. They would. Say I'm not it right trying to, to be my mean. Face. <laughs> 
So you're saying David would say, why do the most unathletic people on the planet get a career talking about athletes? He would say that <laughs> to my face. Mark would say, did someone, did someone Photoshop off the piano you were carrying on your back? Mark would go ahead and say that to my face, right? You're... Oh, no. Sean would say, is he running on Legos or something? <laughs> what blue, Now, you also take it with a grain of salt, because we still had people in there going, why is he running with his shoes off? He clearly was wearing flip-flops. Nobody's going to run gassers in flip-flops. You can see the tan line, Columbo. I don't think the barefoot problem was really... I saw so many people commenting they did on comment the, on it. Gary, the Gary said, I'm 250 pounds, sciatica on both sides, two bad knees, and I know I can move better than that. Everyone says that until they're called to the carpet. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Here's another one. Looks like he's running across hot coals and Legos. LOL. A hot break says, I timed him with a sundial. That was one of the funniest ones. I've Kyle seen. says, Are there pins and needles on the ground? Did these not make you laugh? Because they made yeah, they me laugh. They sort of both make me laugh and make me cry at the same time. Uh, okay. Well, just because it- says, Those who can't do, teach. Those who can't do or teach apparently get two jobs talking about doers and teachers. <laughs> that one hurt a little bit. That one stung a little bit. Yeah, there's definitely some stingers in here. Yeah. People aren't nice. Did you not know that? Is this a new realization for you? Now I definitely know why Ben plays golf. It's not bad. Ben has no ACLs, says Ramrod. Uh, Let's see. Was Ben running over hot coals we couldn't see? Um... Let's see. I'm gonna. Uh, Annie says I'm gonna make a sandwich. Come right back because this is going to take a oh, while. No. Audrey Haiku says this is torture porn. <laughs> it's 71 <laughs> comments on our Instagram. Are you just reading? Tweets? I'm just reading Twitter right now. <laughs> Give me some from Insta, Polly. Uh, this is what peak athletic performance looks like. Doesn't scream athlete. <laughs> Bro is dying. <laughs> <laughs> If you throw an LOL in there, you can get away with anything. I am seriously concerned for this man's health. The least of effort was put in, and he looks like he is dying. Please, for the love of God, go see a doctor. <laughs> That's just mean. That is just that mean. downright <laughs> mean. And then the, uh, I guess the, the winner of all the Here's comments. a nice one. Kudos, Big Ben. There you go. Why does he look like Bobby Bocellari from The Sopranos? That one stinks a lot. Bobby Bacala. You've heard that one before, though. Yeah. They call him Hustle Higgins. That's nice. Is he going slow on purpose? No. I said it, and I tweeted it yesterday. My man Ben can't run for S. But if he takes you on the golf course, he'll steal your soul. And to those of you listening, oh, it's just golf. Try it. Try it. Try it. Try it. Go, try to break 100. If you've never played before, go out there and try to break 100. My man Ben, on the golf course, will take your balls and put them in his pocket. And your money. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> My own eyes. He's done it to me countless times. I will say the best comment was the one you read yesterday from none other than Tim Flannery, <laughs> who said, I'd hold you at third and play for a big inning. <laughs> a picture of him standing there as a third base coach. Don't get your feelers hurt because... You Like the one guy said, he's so mad that you have this job, and he doesn't. He's mad about that. It's all right. 
All right, we're going to come back. Um, got a big basketball game tonight at Viejas Arena. Got some thoughts on that. We're also uh, going to be talking to Bob Scanlon. He is uh, getting his blood drawn as we speak. We spoke with him earlier today, though, about the Padres offseason, his trip to the Dominican Republic, watching some Winter League baseball as well. Good conversation with Scan Man. Love the uh, we'll scan. do that when we come back with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. his own podcast called Inside San Diego Baseball. Sam going to dissect all the latest news from the Padres. You can find it at 97.3thefansd.com, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, the breaking news uh, just in the last hour, Carlos Correa agreeing to a six-year, $200 million deal with the Minnesota Twins. But um, John Heyman just said that the main part of the physical is done, so they're not expecting the, the same kind of holdup that they had with the Giants and then the Mets. And, of course, the Twins should be the most familiar with all of his his medical issues, having employed him for the last season. So if they're comfortable doing it, my guess is this one definitely gets done. Um, Also saw, I don't know who Michael Marino necessarily is, uh, MLB reporter for Fantrax. Says a blue check mark, but that doesn't mean much nowadays. Does say source, the potential free agent availability, of Manny Machado next year was something the Mets internally discussed near the end of negotiations with Carlos Correa. Am I, am I to a, assume body. that hey, we, let's not let's not put all our eggs now in the Correa basket? We can just maybe sign Manny Machado if he opts out. Yes, they knew next they had to opt out before they even thought they had a chance at Correa. Of course, True. everybody knows Manny's opting out. Everybody. Ben Nicholson Smith, good tweet. Carlos Correa has agreed to sign with ten percent of all MLB teams this winter. That's true. Three of thirty is ten percent of teams. So uh, that's that's the latest from baseball. Also, I almost forgot. Congratulations to our friend Katie Wu, yes, who was named the Missouri Sports Writer of the Year uh, by the National Sports Media Association yesterday. They were doing their state awards for broadcasters. And sports writers. Did we win? We did not win. Ah. Some, uh, I think, some play-by-play guy up in the Bay Area won Sportscaster of the Year. Okay. So not I our saw year. Bill Shaken won. He won Sports Writer okay. in California He's a good writer. as well. Yeah, it's a good writer. We've had him on the show yeah, before. Bill's a good writer. Definitely a good show. All right, uh, Bob Scanlon. I uh, had a chance to talk to him earlier. He's at the Padres Winter Blood Drive going on right now at uh, Gallagher Square at Petco Park. 
get to our conversation with Scan after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Let's go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline where we are joined from uh, Bally Sports San Diego. You see him all Padre season long, one of our absolute favorites, catching up with him here in the winter. Bob Scanlon with us here on 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, Bob. We had a little technical difficulty finding you there, but good to have you on. Yeah, my apologies. Great to be on with you guys. And uh, I'm actually multitasking right now, so I'm driving to the ballpark. It is blood donation day for the uh, Winter Padres yep. blood drive. So I'm heading over there to donate some blood this morning and uh, looking forward to seeing some Padre fans over there. So hopefully we have a good signal on my way over to the ballpark right now. Now, Scan's blood is blood I would want in my body. Me too. I feel yeah. like I would like <laughs> Scan. Yeah, I was just saying, I don't know if I wanted Woods' blood in my body, but Scan's I would take an heartbeat. Your hair just comes in better. Better. You just better build, <laughs> sprout about five inches. You throw taller. harder, yeah. I think you'd be hungry all the time because Scan's always hungry. It yeah, seems like that's but. true, man. Yeah. Scan, Ben, I, I want some of your blood, actually, Ben, because I saw the video the other day of you doing a line oh, basketball yeah. lines back oh, no. and forth, running like crazy. Oh, so no. if your blood can hold up to that, I want some of that. Oh, my blood is mostly cheesecake, Scan. I don't know if you need that or not, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, Scan, Happy New Year, uh, number one. It's good to have you back. Uh, looking forward to, I mean, it's it, every year we've said this the last couple of years. This is, 2023, the most anticipated season of Padres baseball. Now, we haven't talked to you in a while. We've made some pretty nice uh, new additions here. And do you feel like that, uh, do you feel like the roster as it sits today uh, is what it's going to look like going into spring training? Or do you feel like AJ's maybe not done yet? Oh, do we ever count AJ out Never. making moves? it's so dynamic and so creative that uh, I never sit back thinking, okay, this is the roster and this is how how it's going to be. Now, that being said, if this is the roster and this is what we have going into opening day, I feel pretty good about it. Um, But we know how uh, dynamic he is and uh, kinetic he is about making moves. So it would not surprise me at all if we didn't see a a couple of other new faces and we'll see what happens. But uh, certainly the moves that they've made this offseason, especially bringing in Xander Bogarts, it's difference maker, right? I mean, this lineup is going to be more powerful than it was. It's going to be deeper than it was. Uh, hopefully, Fernando comes back and is healthy and is the Fernando that we've uh, seen in the past and what a difference maker he can be. So, yeah, it's, it's super exciting. I can't wait to get to spring training and, and see these guys in action again. What's your confidence level about that return of Fernando Tatis Jr.? We uh, heard him cleared for baseball activities and then saw yesterday on Instagram yeah. post, you know, looked like he just worked out motivated silver slugger award posing with it. It says he wants to win 12 more. Uh, you know, he's been gone for a while though. What's, what's kind of your level of confidence that he can, he can kind of pick up at least pretty quickly where he left off before all of this happened. Yeah, it's a great question. And it's the question that everybody's going to be asking. Right. And we, you know, we don't really know for sure what version of Fernando we're going to get. I mean, I think when I'm thinking about it, I think there's four things that we're asking ourselves. Number one, just physically, how healthy is he after the surgeries, the shoulder, the wrist, you know, is everything going to be as good as before, maybe better than before? Who knows? Um, So, you know, physically, how is the health? Number two, how is he just timing wise after having missed a year of competitive play? You know, that, that can affect certain guys. Number three, Playing a new position, most likely, right? There's a good chance we're going to sit in the outfield. Not that he hasn't played some outfield before, but it sounds like that might be where he is primarily, at least at the start of the season. So we'll see how that goes. And the final question, guys, and 
you know, we just have to be honest about it is how is he going to assimilate back into this clubhouse after everything that's happened? And, you know, I get the sense that from, from what players have said, that you know, they, they went through what they needed to go through last year. He addressed the team. And I think the team, for the most part, is going to be welcoming him back and wanting his presence back on the field. So, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of questions there. But all that being said, we've had questions about him coming back from injuries and missing time before. And usually what he does when we're questioning that, if he comes out and he hits two or three home runs in his first two games yep. back, right? Yep. So this, this guy is just – he's a freak of nature. Um, and if there's anybody that can come back after missing this kind of time and everything that we just ran through right there, it, it would be Fernando Tatis Jr. This kid is an exceptional player. He's an exceptional athlete. He's an exceptional competitor. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I want to be confident that everything is going to be there and we're going to see the same dynamic difference-making player that, that we've seen in the past. And hopefully that's the case when he comes back 20 games into the season. Talking to our pal Bob Scanlon here on Bennett Woods this morning. And Scan, let's rewind about 11 days ago. It was New Year's Eve. I put the kids to bed at 7.30. I was asleep by 9. You were down in the Dominican watching baseball. <laughs> Fill us in. I mean, your New Year's Eve was way, way better than mine. Uh, Fill us in on, on that trip. What were you What were you doing down there? Was it just a little vacation, or what, what was going on? Yeah, so as you guys may know, my brother-in-law is Jose Vizcaino. Yep. Jose and I were teammates together on the Cubs. His wife and my wife are sisters, so I'm blessed to be in a, a wonderful Latin family with my wife and, you know, being Colombian and Jose being from Dominican. And, and for years we've talked about, hey, why don't we go back and spend a Christmas down in Dominican Republic, get a chance to see the DR again, say hi to Jose's family, many of whom I had not met. And so finally this year the, the stars aligned and we were able to do that. So we went down to the Dominican Republic for Christmas and New Year's, and it was fantastic. I had not been down there in 30 years since I last played winter ball down there where I had actually first met Jose. So it was fun to go back. And while I was there, it turned out that uh, Brett Sullivan was uh, playing for Aguilas down there. Brett Sullivan is a friend of one of my nephews, Jose's son. So we're like, hey, let's, let's go watch Brett play. And sure enough, he was playing in San Pedro de Macariz, which was only about 40 minutes from where we were staying. So we hop in a cab and we went over there and, and we watched a, a winter ball game. It was so fun. If you, if, if you ever get an opportunity to see winter league baseball, whether it's in the Dominican, uh, Mexico, you know, Puerto Rico, and Venezuela, uh, you know, I don't know about Venezuela right now if you want to head down there, but um, the energy and the passion is at a different level. So it was so fun to go back down there and see the passion of the Dominican fans. And it's great baseball, too, because you're watching – Big league guys that are getting ready for spring training. You're watching major league on the cusp type guys who are trying to make a team in spring training, similar to Brett's situation, you know, trying to make a team out of spring. So he's getting himself prepared. And also you've got young Dominican players down there who are the superstars of the future. When I played down there in Escogido 30 years ago, a couple of my teammates that hadn't really busted out yet were Sammy Sosa and Raul Mondesi. Wow. Uh, you know, so you can see those types of talent that are – so we're trying to get their playing time in there, and, and they're going to be the superstars of the future. So anyway, it was, it was a super fun experience, great event, and I highly encourage anybody that gets the opportunity to do it, go down there. If you're in the DR or you get an opportunity to see uh, Winter League Baseball here in Mexico or anyplace else, don't miss out. You're going to have a great time. Speaking of uh, Escojito, uh, Padres actually signed a pitcher who had a really good Winter League in Escojito. Brent Honeywell had an ERA under one 
So let me ask you, Scan, can you glean anything from those numbers? Like, what's the competition level? Does that tell you anything about whether a guy can be successful at the big league level? Because I'm, I'm curious about this, uh, the kid we'll see in spring training. Yeah, I can only speak from my personal experience and what I've ex- talked to with, you know, former teammates of mine. That, that winter ball, again, it's a different level of intensity in terms of literally every pitch seeming like it's life or death. I mean, you feel like you're, you're pitching in postseason baseball in the big leagues. It, it totally prepared me for me pitching in the big leagues. I felt like I've, I've felt this intensity. I've felt this energy. I've had fans put, trying to push my bus over after the end of the game because I didn't pitch well. And you know, there's a different level of you better come through out here because your life might be on the line. But, um, so – Whenever I see winter ball numbers like that, I don't ignore them. I look at it and I say, okay, this guy's played in good competition and he's played under an intense situation with a lot of passionate fans around him. Um, and he came through and he got it done, whether it's on the mound or at the plate. So, um, I, I, again, I, I never ignore those numbers. Is it a guarantee that you're going to be successful? Of course not. But uh, it, it's, it's shown that you can do something in some um, intense baseball conditions. Well, Scan, uh, really looking forward to it. We'll see you out at spring training. I take it you'll spend some time in Peoria. Anything you'll be looking for in particular while you're there? Uh, just watching some some slugging, right? I mean, I, I can't wait to see Xander Bogarts and his influence on not just this, this roster, but his influence in the clubhouse. I've heard nothing but incredible things about him as a person also. So uh, I'm anxious just to see the new dynamics. I'm anxious to see Fernando being back out there. I'm anxious to see uh, Nick Martinez and Seth Lugo and, and what they're doing in terms of establishing those last two spots in the uh, in the starting rotation, along with uh, Adrian Morajon and hopefully Ryan Weathers and some of the other players that we have. So, yeah, it's exciting. And I know you guys come down there every week also, so I'm looking forward to seeing you down there and talking some ball because uh, I know how much you guys appreciate baseball and appreciate Padres, and it, it's cool to see you guys out there every spring. No, we love it. We would come the entire time if our, our company would pay for it. Believe me, we, uh, we love being down there and <laughs> – Seeing yet the pressers towering above everybody every day, Scan. We really appreciate it, bud. Yeah, no, I appreciate talking ball with you guys, and I always enjoy seeing your presence at the ballpark and look forward to seeing you at spring training. Yep. Bob Scanlon with us on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet by New Roads. Great stuff from Scan. And again, if you uh, are heading downtown or Thinking about going to be downtown, you can donate at the Padres Winter Blood Drive. Go to Padres.com. You can schedule an appointment, I believe, still today. They're going to be drawing blood until 4 p.m., so you don't have to wait necessarily in the rain. If it's not your turn, you'll know exactly when to show up. Free parking in the Lexus lot, and uh, every little bit helps. If you can go out and give blood today, that would be fantastic. Um, Tonight at Viejas Arena, 8 o'clock tip-off. Why, big, why, big why, why, why so late? TV. TV. Always TV. Because it'll be the second, because there's already a 6 o'clock game that's like in the Midwest, and then the 8 o'clock game will be the West Coast game. I think it's CBS Sports Net tonight. I'll see the opening tip. For the Aztecs and Nevada. Interesting game. Um, Nevada is 4-0 and in the Mountain West. They are kind of a surprise. No one expected Nevada to be particularly good. They lost, I think, three of their best players, either to the portal or graduation last offseason and 
no one was expecting him to do that well, but Steve Alford's team, and you know, I hate Steve Alford. Oh, my, you hate Steve Alford. One of my Steve least Alford. favorite people oh. in college basketball is coming to Viejas Arena tonight. Are you going to so go and heckle him? It's too, it really is too late for me to go as well, because by the time I get there, I pretty much have to turn around and get back and start because i got to get ready for my 11 o'clock show and start cutting highlights and stuff. Crap. So I can go when the games are like at 7 and yeah. stay at least for the first half into the second half. But an 8 o'clock tip is is actually too late. So I'll probably Might just well be, be midnight as far on, as I'm concerned. On television, um, Aztecs are 3-0 in the Mountain West. They're now ranked 23rd in the Associated Press poll, 25th in the Coaches poll. Last thing you want to do is stumble now that you've finally gotten the the attention and a little bit of respect back in the top 25 rankings. So, tough week, though. Nevada undefeated, and New Mexico, who was the last undefeated team in the country until losing their Ooh. last two, will be coming to Viejas Arena on Saturday. Certainly and, does not hurt their strength of schedule, though, which is already number two in the country. Yeah, depending on the metrics, it's somewhere, though, in the top ten around for sure. They've played a, a challenging schedule. Their only losses are to teams that all have credibility. Now, Arizona, Arkansas, and St. Mary's. St. Mary's isn't in the top 25, but their metrics are off the chart. They're like number eight in some of the computer metrics in the country. Arkansas and Arizona, there's no bad losses on SDSU's resume right now. And um, I've seen predictions anywhere, you know, around five, six seed, if they keep doing what they're doing. Something something that you can make a run in the NCAA tournament at. But they kind of got to keep it going because, you know, you lose one or two, you're back down to the, the eight or nine line, which is... You know, not great. You win one, but then you got to face a one seed. It's yeah. not. It's not where you want to be. A five line is terrific. You get a a chance, you know, to be favored in the first game, an even matchup in the second game, and then yeah, you get to the Sweet Sixteen. You take your chances. So it's important that SDSU really keeps the momentum up. You know, wins the conference regular season, either wins the tournament or, or makes a deep run to the finals, and, and really burnishes that resume to make sure they get a. A pretty decent seed here in the NCAA tournament because it looks like they're getting better. The difference between the Aztecs with Matt Bradley playing well and Matt Bradley kind of just shuffling through the first couple of months of the season, different team entirely. And Bradley has has certainly, something has clicked here since he came back from the holiday break. He's looked really, really good, and that makes a huge difference for that team. Uh, 8 o'clock tip. God, it's just so late for me. I fall asleep by like 8.30. So I can't wait for you to fill me in on every grisly detail. Tomorrow morning. Every grisly. I want every detail. All everyone's tweeting about, though, is shave and a haircut, two bits. Well, Well, Paulie told us about in the Rindle Report. Shave and a haircut. Everyone said it's from Roger Rabbit, but I never saw Roger Rabbit. There was Rabbit. a scene in Roger. I, I just forgot. It, I haven't seen that movie in I was thir- a long, I was 13 long time. years old when that movie came out. I never but, saw it. Yes, we are morons. Why is Randy Jones going? He's calling on the phone. Is he like supposed to be on the coach next? I have no idea. Ollie, I'm going <laughs> to kick your teeth in. <laughs> We're done for today, though. Coach is coming up next. Sorry for Braden's TCU. We'll be back tomorrow at 6. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.